1: tennessee virginia and vermont call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to in arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in connecticut 1-800-9 with it in indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit KS Gambling Help. ny or text hope ny
2: in new york hello this is justin williams with the wolfpacker podcast i'm joined today as always by matt carter editor of the wolfpacker.com and fellow co-host got a good show lined up for you today i uh, gonna start with an upon further review of nc state's win over wake forest nc state jumps up to number 16 in the latest college football playoff Poll, we will discuss and uh, we'll also give you a little preview for the upcoming matchup against Boston College this Saturday, the last home game for the Wolfpacks. So it'll be senior day, a lot of interest in that game, and hopefully, uh, knock on wood, and easy W for the Wolfpack. Um, that's at least what Vegas seems to indicate. And uh, lastly, if we have some time, we might uh, mention NC State men's basketball's debut um nice win over austin p i liked some things that i saw i'd like to talk about it so let's jump right into it but before we do some quick reminders for the listeners and viewers at home subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to us on podcast apple spotify google play uh, a lot of listeners out there i saw a one comment that said if you if you listen on apple podcast they're not downloading for you anymore go search for the Wolfpacker podcast. Again, there might be two feeds up there. Make sure that you're subscribed to the current feeds that you're getting the new episodes as they drop. You can also always watch us on our YouTube channel. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel, give this video a thumbs up and drop a comment while you're at it. We appreciate all of it and all of it helps us out tremendously. So any type of engagement you can give us on YouTube and on podcasts mm-hmm. is great. Head over to the Wolfpacker.com and take advantage of a special deal now for just 10 bucks. You can get premium subscription to thewolfpacker.com as part of the On3 network for just 10 bucks. It takes you through the beginning of next college football season, the end of next August, August 2023. So that's a lot of ground to cover. Uh, we're finishing up football season here, but we've still got a quarter of the regular season left plus bowl season. There's going to be a lot more recruiting in the off season to keep track of. And also you've got basically the entirety of basketball season there. So, a lot of good value there for just 10 bucks head over to the wolfpacker.com and take advantage of it now. And last but certainly not least, head over to rogueshop.com that's r o g u e shop.com rogueshop.com for premium cannabis CBD and delta 8 goods. They've got uh, all kinds of great stuff, cartridges, oils, uh lotions, uh edibles, um even uh cannabis itself, CBD. Modern science pretty great and uh great wellness products if you suffer from, you know, anxiety and stress, if you have trouble sleeping at night, if you suffer from pain and, you know, chronic inflammation. These products can really help you out tremendously in a natural way. Um this company rogueshop.com, founded by uh, a husband and wife. The husband is a disabled veteran. That was turned on to these natural products. He dealt with all those symptoms, um, and you know, was turned on to these natural products, and it's it's done wonders in his life. So much so that he wanted to start this business to spread the wellness of CBD and Delta Eight. So head over to RogueShop.com, check out some of their great products. They've even got a chat feature on there, and uh, they're also on the message board as well. So if you are a member of the WolfPacker.com feel free to uh to message the folks over at rogueshop.com on the uh on the message board if you have any questions but some really really great products they sent me some I can vouch for it I've uh you know if, if you need the guinea pig I have tried their products they are great and um I highly recommend that you go check them out okay Matt let's uh let's start off with and upon further review as we talked about before this podcast I think I think we should stick to the hits stick to, you know, this is a podcast. This is an entertainment source for a lot of people. So let's stick to the interesting things. I don't think this Boston college game is one that should stress a lot of Wolfpack fans out. You know, as long as NC state goes out and executes against Boston college uh, fair to say that I think it should be a double digit win. And uh, you know what, on senior night or senior day, rather, um, I think you're going to get a motivated squad. So Um, we can we can jump into kind of the analysis of what to look for in that game but first Matt NC State now number 16 in the college football playoff poll after beating Wake Forest at home moving to seven and two on the season that's the third highest ranked team out of the ACC behind Clemson at number 10 and UNC at number 15 now just one spot behind the Tar Heels um, and of course, NC State and UNC are going to play at the at the end of the regular season. So that'll settle itself out naturally, if, assuming both those teams continue to win out. Um, but Matt, just uh, maybe any thoughts on the new college football playoff poll? It's a nice little jump for the Wolfpack. I think the, what, they were 22 last week, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a six-spot jump for a nice home win against a ranked team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, any other thoughts on just the Wake Forest game or the or the ranking itself? What do you what? How do you want to start this off? Yeah, I'm not surprised by the rankings because uh, there are a lot of teams that
3: lost in front of NC State this yeah. past week, and then the teams that beat those schools weren't the type that were going to jump NC State. Yeah, you know, they they you know I think if, you know if, if their school acts had beaten Ohio, I mean. Not a good example because Northwestern stinks, but if I say Northwestern with the number 24 team in the country and they beat um, Ohio State, then uh, they, they probably would have leaked over NC State, right? But the team that won, the upsets of the teams in front of NC State weren't the type that were going to jump NC State other than maybe Notre Dame. Did Notre Dame jump over NC State? I can't. No,
2: no, Notre Dame's still behind NC State. I mean they've still they've got three losses, you know, one of which to Marshall, so That's true.
3: That's true. So yeah, nobody jumped over NC State. I I guess NC State jumped over Tulane. Yeah, that's quite the quite the jump there. So but that about right where I thought it would be. So no not no surprise. And look, I, I think they deserve it. I, I think workforce is a good quality team. You look at Florida State's now we're in the top twenty five, NC State probably didn't deserve to win or they deserve to win the game. I shouldn't say that. But probably uh you know, the forcing it to come out of that game yeah. with the win. And so um yeah, I think that 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 right where I thought. I don't want to look back at, when I look back at the uh, Wake Forest game, um we kind of played out, you know I think our initial reactions were pretty accurate. It the game that NC State primarily controlled with a dominant third quarter. And I had not been their quarter for NC State this year. But, you know, Wake Forest missed some chances early, then the two teams traded body blows in the second quarter, and then NC State started landing the haymakers in the fourth, and it was too much for Wake Forest to come back. I do like that boxing analogy right there. But that's that's basically how it how
2: I thought it played out. I, great analogy. Um, and I mean, I think we really did, I think we covered pretty much all that I had to say, at least from the NC State Wake Forest game and the post game reflections podcast. But it is interesting to see, uh, I mean, Wake Forest back to back losses. Not surprising to see them leave the college football playoff poll. Would not be surprised to see them crack the top 25 by the end of the season, assuming that they have the possibility to win out. They've still got UNC um on the schedule in fact I don't they play this upcoming week right okay so uh so gonna be interesting i mean i guess if you're an nc state fan you probably want to see wake forest win that game for the possibility of you know i don't think that would send unc completely out of the rankings at two losses it would just send them more towards the bottom of the top 25 and then um, you know, it, it'd give NC State to you know still get another win against a ranked opponent in the poll, but then also have that resume builder with, with Wake Forest still in it at the end of the year. Uh, Florida State also in the 20 in the top 25, they're I think 23. Um, so a nice that's NC State's lone win over a, a current top 25 team. But you know, if, if things shake out the right way, NC State has the opportunity to potentially get a, a third top 25 win on there if wake forest can get back into the poll, and and unc is able to remain in the top 25 um but you know i think for like big picture bowl projections types it's 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 interesting because nc state's within striking distance of um you know assuming nc state can win out and things shake out a certain way you know nc state could still find itself in a position to maybe crack into a new year's six bowl um you know, that would take some. That'd probably take an implosion of Clemson um, to to maybe fall below. You know, if, if Clemson yeah, he, maybe even then if they th- win an ACC title, I if, yeah, I mean, if 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 Clemson lost to South Carolina at the end of the year, um, you know, and then maybe you and then maybe NC State beats UNC, but UNC beats Clemson in the ACC championship game. Yeah, but then you and would go to Orange bowl, and then NC. automatically as yeah. ACC champion. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically, it's it's uh, You're it's, there, it's uh, at large or bust. At large or bust. And
3: now, could there be a path where you get in at an at large? I maybe, maybe very small. It's very small. There. I mean, it helped that your AD the. Uh, chairman of the committee i hadn't watched a single episode by the way so how's he doing have you watched him
2: uh, how... no. No, i know I, no i don't watch those shows um yeah. i just i just look at the rankings and then you know That's i right. watch yeah. college football and <laughs> like that i don't need any further explanation yeah give me the ranking let me know where nc state is and then
3: i'll uh i'll take it from there so yeah i don't know i don't know how you're doing but you what the because uh, i know in the
2: past those, those guys get um good hammer pretty good well uh, and i also think it hasn't there's nothing controversial has happened yet um now that the, it's setting up for you know at the end of the year once everything plays out it's going to be interesting to see who ends up in that top four particularly you know how many sec teams make it but um but i mean you know top top five is pretty self-explanatory i don't think anybody's denying that Georgia's is the number one team big Ten's going to figure itself out tcu's still undefeated Um, you know, it it helped, helps them because Clemson really, uh, you know, took a step back, not, not a contender for the CFP anymore at this point. I don't think they have any path. So, um, and Alabama too. So kind of a weird year, but makes it easier on their end to not have to get those teams in somehow, some way. But, um, but anyways, let's, uh, let's talk about NC state's upcoming matchup against Boston college, because, you know bowl destination or not nc state still has an opportunity to finish the regular season 10 and 2 if it can win out these next three weeks um first of which is going to be the gimme this is the layup you got to make this one and it's going to be at home against the team that is completely outclassed matt i think i saw on twitter you tweeted earlier the uh vegas spread has jumped up to around 20 yeah. for nc state um it's a big number in fact i think you know Throw out UConn and throw out Charleston Southern. That's that's the biggest spread for NC State this year. So Uh, and justifiable
3: too. I mean, I look all due respect. The the thing about Boston College is really they didn't have a chance this year because they were replacing a lot of offensive linemen, and then on top of that, they've had five offensive linemen need surgeries this season, and they've lost thirty three starts to injury this year on the offensive line. they just hadn't had a chance. They have a 1,000 yard running back last year who's averaging 3.2 yards of rush this year. And you know, it's not like he all of a sudden forgot how to run the football. He ran, it was second team all ACC last year and ran for over a thousand yards. And they're limited on the perimeter. Um, Jay Flowers is phenomenal. You know, if he wanted, he could have made himself a lot of money on the NIL market. He to stay at Boston College he got 60 catches for 791 yards, eight touchdowns, uh, Nobody Uh 38 more catches, almost 500 more yards, and that is half of any other receiver on BC, and that is half of their scoring catches on the season. So it's really kind of a one-man show in the mm-hmm. skill department just because the offensive line is in the state that it is. They're limited with receivers. And then the quarterback, you know, Phil Djokovic, very established but injured. Was injured last year. I heard his news recently. Didn't play against Duke. Reports were that he did not practice on Tuesday. So you got to figure that means Emmett Moorhead, who looked good against Duke, but Duke is not a good defense, passing defense, that is. We'll get another start. And, you know, redshirt Westman on the road. A consensus state confusing defense that's known to get interceptions. Tied for the ACC lead in interceptions. Yeah, it would seem to be a good recipe. You know, if the offense get more and more comfortable, we're thinking that they can score points. But even if they were, if we were not at that point yet, we would say this is still a good game because Boston College is not. A prolific offense in four road games this year, they are averaging a total of eight points per game on the road. Mm. Uh, huh? They are averaging two hundred sixty total yards per game in four road games this season. So, um, and, and look, when you don't have an offensive line, that's what happens. So, and that, that's not Coach Halfway's fault or anybody. Five offensive linemen needing surgery. I mean, what are the odds? That would happen to a single team, it's similar to NC State in
2: 2019. Yeah, and we got 2019 turned out for NC State. You, just, you know, sometimes there's just years where injuries pile up, and uh, you know, you just kind of kind of just got to find a way to finish the year. You can't, <laughs> you get, I mean, look, you got to play the games, right? This is business, yeah. this is big business now. You can't, you got to show up either way, so uh. You know, it stinks for Boston College as a program going into the year that, you know, you looked at this game as maybe, you know, you always, even at the beginning of the year, you felt confident that NC State would probably be favored in this game. But, you know, maybe not to this extent. Um, And NC State is a bad team um, to have to go face if you're having offensive line issues considering, um, well, we saw against Wake Forest how much they like to blitz. Yeah. So that, um that's the thing. BC um,
3: is only four teams. I think there's 131 teams in the FBS. Um, yep, 131. Only four teams have given up more sacks this season than Boston College. And it doesn't help that neither Djokovic, who, by the way, had a knee injury, so if he's playing, he's playing coming back off a knee injury. He might need to make a business decision this week. Yeah, Norm Moorhead is not a running quarterback either. So you look at it, you're like the train's about to come by our office here. If you look at
2: it. That's that's going to be NC State's defense on Saturday. Just <laughs> There you go, Justin. I like how you did that. Um you look at it, you
3: just don't see how, you know, maybe Jay Flowers gets one deep once or something like that. But it's hard to see how – Boston College is going to score points. The defense is not bad. I know we only spend a whole lot of time on BC, but the defense is not bad. It's not terrible. Um, it's at middle the middle-of-the-road average productivity for a college this year. It's really smack dead in the middle almost of the country. Very comparable to Wake Forest and Virginia Tech. which all have MJ Morris did against those two defenses. It's funny. In terms of total yards per game, Boston College is one nationally. Boston College is number 60. Virginia Tech is 59. White Forest is 64. So when I say they're comparable to the two teams MJ Morris just played, I'm being very literally serious. They're like right dead smack with where those teams were. You saw, you know, a little bit of bad, a lot of good when MJ Morris played those defenses. Bottom line, they scored three touchdowns or Yeah, three touchdowns against um,
2: Virginia Tech and three touchdowns against Wake Forest. So three touchdowns should be enough. Well, here's Uh, what – three touchdowns might be enough, but here's what I don't want to see. I I don't want to see a game plan that is we know we can win this game if we just – if we score three touchdowns and we take care of the football. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take care of the football. Not – Not saying you shouldn't run the ball in the second half, but you got to keep building the confidence of your freshman quarterback. And, you know, I'm not suggesting play with your food here by any means, but in a game that you're outmatching the opponent in a game reasonably where if you execute, you should win by double digits, 99 times out of a hundred, um, you know, it's another it's another great opportunity to get a young freshman quarterback game reps and get him continue to build his confidence for you know two games coming up where he's he's going to be needed. Uh, the, that offense gonna, is going to need to click the last two weeks against Louisville and North Carolina, two teams that are you know able to put some points up, up on the board. So um, that's what I don't want to. I, I just I, I want to see a, a, the continued approach like we've seen the past five quarters of NC State offensive football um which is you know a nice a nice mixture of things um but it's also trusting your young quarterback to throw the ball downfield in a manner that you know by the way he still has yet to throw an interception um so you know knock on wood obviously but uh you know, he he's, he's shown that you can trust him to throw the ball deep and not necessarily put it into danger. Um, so yeah, that'd be, it's my only hope for this game other than NC state winning by double digits and and moving on to next week. So we can, you know, start talking about a little bit more interesting football and, <laughs> and hopefully a nice, nice crowd for senior night going to be a big, big day for a lot of those game uh, a lot of those guys. So, um, Interesting group of guys, by the way,
3: walking, I kind of broke it down on a premium story with some, a little bit of analysis of what you could maybe expect. But you're talking about Devin Leary. You're talking about Drake Thomas. You're talking about Peyton Wilson, uh, Saheem Battle, Devin Carter, uh, even the long snappers, Joe Simcoe. Now, these are all guys that have eligibility remaining who are choosing to walk on senior day. That doesn't mean they've decided. Drake Thomas explicitly said he had not decided yet. Um, but it's kind of a just-in-case. But it gives you an idea of what guys are uh, considering moving on after this season and what guys like a Savion Jackson and a Jordan Houston and some of those guys that are not walking. So it would seem to imply they've already decided they're going to take advantage of their super senior season. So, Great point. I don't think there's really any surprises there. Um, I think mean, battle probably would have been the one that surprised me. the you know, redshirt sophomore, fourth year redshirt sophomore, but um, having a great season though, missed a couple of games with an injury, and, and he's having a good season. Did have the tough game against Virginia Tech when he got beaten a couple of times deep in that game. Um, when the bag is there though, just yeah. saying, yeah, that so I mean, was probably the only one that just because he's a redshirt sophomore and he's got a couple of years kind
2: of yeah so. well uh i i did I'd, i wanted to leave some time i know we're pressed for time on this podcast um due to some re- recording uh technical uh things behind the scenes but um mm-hmm. but i did want to leave some time to talk about nc state basketball starting off the season one and oh nc state picks up a 99 to 50 win over austin p and uh pnc arena and uh Just my initial thoughts, Matt. Like, liked what I saw on the floor on Monday night a lot more than what I became accustomed to seeing last year. Um, that was a team that shared the basketball, that was a team that uh ran at a fast, up tempo pace, like I thought you know, the reputation of Kevin Keats has historically been. And it was a team that uh looked interested on the defensive end of the basketball, (laughs) not just, you know, chilling. Uh, And uh, it's a team that I don't think is going to finish last place in the ACC. That's for damn sure. In fact, I I, look, it's Austin P. They should have beaten them bad, but you look across the board in the ACC and not everybody took care of business. Um, You know, if, if you wanted to compare around the league, I mean, maybe NC state didn't have the toughest opponent, off the bat, but NC State certainly came out of the gate uh, and took care of business better than most in the ACC. And there's obviously a lot of season to play. I don't think we're going to learn too, too much about this team until um, Thanksgiving week when they go play Kansas and, uh, you know, opportunity to play some other Division I teams, or excuse me, um, you know, Power Five caliber tournament teams. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, am I I being unreasonably – optimistic, out of the gate. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, Terquavion Smith looks like an ACC Player of the Year type. uh
3: it was good, Terquavion, yeah.
2: How consistent
3: can that be, right? That's the big question.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, I think it's going to be a lot more consistent with Jarkel Joyner in the backcourt with him.
3: You know me, I've been preaching the, the drum beat of uh, Kevin Keats, probably been listening to us, I think, Justin, you know, I, I know you listen to our podcast every time. You heard me talk about the value of being an older team in college basketball. I'm a big believer in it. I've been a big believer in it. I don't think the one and done is the best way to go. I think you're better off being an old team. I think that's been proven over time. Um, you can tell this is an old team. Yeah. I'll also say that you can tell this is a team that went to the Bahamas and played a couple of exhibition games in August against some older guys Played a secret swimmers against Davidson and had a warm up act against Lee McCray. I think that's why you saw a lot cleaner presentation, a lot more, um, you know, they essentially had a two week head start on everybody. So if that matters. So I think it would not surprise me if a couple of weeks NC State looks really good because of that. Um. And that may be a little misleading, but it may not be. I, I think the team clearly, if healthy state, is going to be better than, than last year's team. Yeah, you mentioned they were last in the ACC. That's quite a jump to try to get into bubble territory or something of that nature for the NCAA tournament. But the backcourt there, I mean, the depth is a question mark. I have a real question marks about the depth. But the starting backcourt is there. And they have some size. And I really like Jack Clark. That's kind of that third piece of the equation behind the Quavion Smith and Kell Hill Joyner. So I really, I was impressed, quite frankly. I was far more impressed than I was, obviously, last year against Bucknell. Manny Bates got hurt, and that was not a good looking performance. You may remember, Justin, you were there the COVID year first game. I came, came out like I don't know about this team. You know, with Cam Hayes and Shaquille Moore with Freshman and um I was a little not so sure about that team. I right, so this is the first team in a while that you came out of that first game going. Well, okay. Yeah. Punish yeah. not that good. You mentioned they're they're not that good and they had the advantage of getting all those warm up acts to kind of get you know, together more on the court. So I, I understand that, but I, I thought there was a lot to like. I really do. I, I said, and I premium chat. I think they're the top half of the ACC team. I've always kind of had that sneaky feeling, but uh, it's also I mean, one it's,
2: guy. it's college basketball, man. In 2022, like you know did, right? I mean, you can go from dog doo doo to tournament team in a year. Just yeah. hit, hit. I mean, it's, it's a completely new team. It's a completely new team with really – I mean, it looks like right now the only returning guys in the rotation uh, from last year, are Terquavion Smith and Casey Morsell. Yes, Ebenezer Dewan is still on this team. Yes, Breon Pass still on this team. Breon Pass really wasn't a regular member of the rotation last year. Ernest Ross really never really cracked the rotation – Um, you know, he had, he had a couple, couple stretches last year, but yeah, he battled injuries and Dewana was a main part of the rotation. But if this tells you anything, how different this team is, Ebenezer Dewana, the best player in NC state's front court last season, four minutes in game one. And, uh, you know, that's, I don't think that's because he's regressed. I think that's because you've got a couple of grown ass, excuse me, grown, butt men, <laughs> so, uh, sorry to the listeners that listen to their kid with their kids, but you know, I'm sure you've heard worse at, at PNC arena yeah. anyways, uh, Mahorich and, um, DJ Burns, DJ Burns conditioning is going to be a work in progress, but he's got a smooth jump jumper and, uh, there's some big bodies, <laughs> at least, that, you know, you're going to need those guys when it comes to ACC play. Um, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see how they look against some of the more elite big men. But um, if definitely. DJ Barnes,
3: my last thought, if he could lose about 50 pounds, how good could he be? I mean, he could really be all-American I mean, as it is is. is.
2: is it last year Last year of eligibility? You
3: know, he's one of those that technically a senior, but he could use a super senior option. I believe. I think Mahajic and Joiner may be the two that this is it okay. for, sure, for them. Joiner, yeah. I mean, Joiner looks every Joyner's bit part of, of yeah. And if you if you're on the court like I was, yeah, he carries himself like an old guy who feels like he's playing with a bunch of younger kids out there. You know what I mean? He's a natural born leader. And he, you know, I, you kind of feel like he, you know, he had the presence about him on the court. So that that was pretty impressive
2: to see. Well, I hope I'm not a sucker, but I'm excited to watch more NC State men's basketball this year. And uh, that's good life advice, by the way. Don't be a sucker. Don't be a sucker. That's right. Well, look, I'm I'm going. I'm cautiously optimistic. We got to we got to get. It's way early in the college basketball season. Let's let's get to the end of the year and see how we feel. But um, look, I you know, there's there's I'm gonna be making time Thanksgiving week to make sure that I'm watching this Wolfpack team go up against some of these big dogs. But anyways, we've got to close out this podcast, Matt. So I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, tune in this weekend. Um, we'll have a post game reflections on NC State and Boston College. Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Plus, you can always watch us on YouTube where you should subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give this video a thumbs up and drop a comment while you're at it. Head over to TheWolfPacker.com. Take advantage of a special deal going on right now for just $10. You can get premium subscription to TheWolfPacker.com as part of the On3 network for just $10. That's going to take you through the beginning of next college football season. So the end of August 2023. We already had some basketball talk. Basketball season's just starting. Football season, we've got a quarter of the way to go in the regular season. Great time to take advantage of that deal. Just 10 bucks. You're going to get a lot of content for your money. Um, go follow us on social media at the Wolfpacker on Twitter, is our main account at Justin H. Will. If you want to give me a follow and uh, give us a like on Facebook, NC State Wolfpack on the Wolfpacker.com. Last but certainly not least, head over to rogueshop.com, rogueshop.com, that's R-O-G-U-E shop.com for your premium CBD and Delta 8 cannabis goods. They've got all kinds of great products, edibles, tinctures, oils, cartridges, lotions, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of mediums to help you get the wellness from your cannabis products that you need, whether you suffer from stress and anxiety, uh, you have trouble sleeping at night, you, you suffer from chronic pain and inflammation. These are some great natural products that can really help you out with some of those things. I know, you know, we all at least suffer from one of those things. So, um, it's a small business founded by a husband and wife. The husband is a disabled veteran that suffered from chronic pain, trouble sleeping at night, stress and anxiety. With the natural route when once he was turned onto these products, changed his life for the better, so much so that he wanted to start this business and share it with all the good folks that are listening to this podcast. So they're a proud sponsor of the Wolfpacker Podcast. We're proud to have them. So if you support us, and um, you know, whether you're a first-time user or you're an experienced C B D and Delta 8 user, you should definitely go check out rogueshop.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-Shop.com. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for this podcast. I'm Justin Williams for Matt Carter. This has been the Wolfpacker Podcast.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200
1: Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero. Stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler net in West Virginia, or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelpline ma dot org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts, or call one eight seven seven eight hope.